Welcome to Full Core Press, and I'm Liam Griffin. DJ, the SAT was this morning. Did you take it like I did? No, sir, I did not. What about you? As a matter of fact, I did. I'm feeling somewhat good. All right, boys and girls, today I'm joined by someone who won't need to take the SAT because he is such a big baller, Mr. DJ Nussbaum. On today's episode, James Harden gets poked, Jimmy Butler gets hyped, and Damian Lillard gets a lead. We begin today with the idiocracy of D'Angelo Russell. Russell was reportedly caught with marijuana at LaGuardia Airport in Brooklyn, coming off of a career year. DJ, is this a career-threatening development for Mr. Russell? It's... no, I don't think it is. Yes, weed is bad, he might suffer consequences because it's illegal to have marijuana. But it's not a huge character basket. It's not one of the ones like beating a kid, beating a wife, some like domestic assault. Uh, it'll definitely hurt his career, but it's definitely not going to end it. it might I'm, put it on pause for a little bit, but he, he's too good to end his career for I'm, just a little marijuana. I mean, I definitely agree with you. Marijuana is illegal, as you stated, so it's definitely going to dampen his career. And you're right, of all the things to do, that he could have done that's illegal, it's not like Kareem Hunt or Tyreek Hill recently. So, you're right. I don't think it's career-threatening, but it definitely shapes his image in a negative way that could could raise some eyebrows when he's a free agent. I mean, he already just looks a little sketch. Just sleeves and tattoos just everywhere. So, you can kind of tell he doesn't... He's probably a more sketch type of guy, but that's just... I don't know. I mean, but, at the end of the day, he... he he, he got a win in Philly on the road in the playoffs, in his first playoff game, nonetheless, so... I, Dude's a killer. Dude's a killer. Dude is a killer, but this this could be, I don't think it will be, but it could be killer for him. Career ending, I, I don't know. I don't, it'll, de- it'll definitely hurt him. It'll definitely, like, some... It's going to look bad on his free agent resume. Oh, it'll definitely hurt him. It'll definitely look bad, but... I mean... Coming off of... Oh, no, go ahead, go ahead. Well, coming off a career year, what a shame it would be for something to happen. Absolutely. But the Rockets are now down 2-0 to the Golden State Warriors, and James Harden I isn't helping him either. Harden was poked by the great Draymond Green in the first quarter of Game 2, and Harden did not. He did return, my bad, with a very, very red eye. Liam, is there any hope for the Rockets being down 2-0? And with Harden's eye situation? Little. Very little. They, I'll start with by saying this. If they don't win tonight, they're done. If they do not win tonight, they are, I guarantee you, they're going to get swept if they lose tonight. However, if they win tonight, I think they will also win game four and send the series back to Golden State 2-2. Two to two. So it's a tale of two sides. Win, you win again. Lose, you lose again. And... I believe that James Harden is going to have a huge night. I believe that guys like Eric Gordon and P.J. Tucker are going to step up, but I also believe Kevin Durant is going to have a big game as well. So it'll be interesting to see what happens, but there is a glimmer of hope. There is a glimmer. Yeah, like what you said, they, they, tonight's game is a must. So I hope the, the training staff has helped Harden to the best of his abilities to get him right. But I'm sure it's going to have an effect on him some, well, some way or another. 
So just the rest of the guys, like P.J. Tucker, CP3, just need to step up and make their shots. Like If we have a bad shooting night, I, I think the series is over. I think there's no hope for the Rockets if we have one of those terrible, terrible shooting nights they have. And then Chris Paul just needs to step up again, make his floaters that he was missing in game two, and just needs to step up his game. Okay, before I move on, I'm going to say this. I'll be watching hockey while that game's going on, so I'll be trying to... So I will be trying to flip in between the two. So, and you're right. Chris Paul needs to make his floaters and stay call from the refs. His ejection in game one helped absolutely nothing. Yeah, thankfully it was later in the game, so it didn't affect too bad. The game was already decided by that point, but it just didn't look good. And oh, it looks terrible. President honestly, of the play- He's the president of the Players Association. Yeah, could have ended worse too by being suspended or getting a fine too. Oh, absolutely. And you know that 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 thing that happened to Harden's eye—it's quite an odd thing to happen. In all honesty, Jimmy Butler has begun to turn it up as back-to-back beastly efforts have given the 76ers a 2-1 series lead over the Raptors. Kawhi Leonard has had little to no support through the series. DJ, what can the Raptors do to turn it around? Kyle Lowry, that man needs to show up and play. He needs to come out of that shell he's in and just he goes into during the playoff. There's regular season Kyle Lowry, and then there's playoff Kyle Lowry. He needs to go back to regular season Kyle Lowry and bring that into the playoffs, and then the Raptors might have a chance. But I, I don't know. And then also with Marcus Gasol. Like, bro, can you please shoot the ball? Yeah, in the last game, he had three wide-open shots. He just... He passed it. There was one possession. He dribbled it in, passed it, and they swung the ball a few times. It ended up Jimmy Butler getting a tip, going down for a dunk. Shoot the ball, bro. You shoot 36% over the past three years. Shoot the ball. And he's a big man, so you would expect him to get that space. And you're absolutely right about Kyle Lowry. I have been saying on this show for months that Kyle Lowry is a whole nother player in the playoffs. And in this series, he has proven it. In Game 1 of the Orlando series, he did not score a single point. I mean, and I know they went on to win that series, but still. And he's not he has done nada in this series. So, Kyle Lowry is where it's at, but they need more help from their bench. They need, they need guys like Van Vliet and Serge Ibaka to show up and prove why they were the best bench in the league last year. Because, to me, they have not proven that. To me, the best bench right now belongs to the Milwaukee Bucks. That may be a little bit of bias talking, but to me, that bench and Kyle Lowry both need to step up. I agree. It's just Kawhi can't do it all. He he really can't. And if they if the Toronto Raptors lose this series, there is no chance of Kawhi coming back. Yeah, I don't know. I always thought he was going to go to L.A. So oh, I I think he, I think he's going to L.A. regardless of whether or not they win. saw him leaving too anyways after this season even if they made it to the conference finals I always saw him leaving I agree with you but I wonder if Kyle Lowry playoff Kyle Lowry is beginning to form your Boston Celtics went down 2-1 last night to the Milwaukee Bucks the Celtics gave up home court days after taking it from Milwaukee Liam do you still believe in your boys oh my gosh so, I watched Survivor with my family last night, and then I 
And then I went to turn on the game, and about midway through the third quarter, Kyrie Irving hit a big step-back three to put the Celtics up by one. But from that point on, the Boston Celtics, they were just, they unraveled. They were absolutely terrible. They let George Hill, Kyrie just let George Hill drive right by him for an easy dunk. They were giving wide-open threes to Middleton and Connaughton. They stank it up. And they have for the past two games. If the Boston Celtics are going to win this series, they have to win both games four and five. If they if they lose one of the two, they're done. Yeah, I completely agree. Giannis is just coming out to that beast he was during the regular season, coming out as again as possibly MVP Giannis. I don't I think for the Celtics to win these next two games, they have to to keep it a series, I think they're just going to have to go back to that great defense they played in the the first game. And then, and, you know, we're a Stanford household, so my man Brooke Lopez out there, so if he starts heating up from three, I think it'll be over for yourself. Yeah, probably. And we were talking about Kawhi leaving Toronto. Do you think if the Boston loses this series, Kyrie leaves? I don't know. You never know with that young bull. <laughs> Left Cleveland. So maybe he, he might be chasing money or he might be chasing rings. I don't know. It depends on to me. It depends on whether or not they get Anthony Davis. If they get Anthony Davis, he's definitely staying. If they don't, it's a toss up. Yeah, I think him and Kyrie and Anthony Davis will definitely be talking a lot over the summer. Oh yeah, I'm sure. And don't get me wrong, there were questionable calls in last night's game, but they played so horribly that they just didn't deserve to win. Now we get to the game everyone's talking about from last night. The Blazers-Nuggets game that went to four overtime. Rodney Hood hit the go-ahead three-pointer. And CJ McCollum's 41 points were enough to nullify Nikola Jokic's triple-double. DJ, after a game like that, do the Nuggets have any hope to win on the road in game four? H-E double hockey stick, no. Damian Lillard is a killer. Man is debatably the best point guard in the league. And with his partner in crime, CJ McCollum going for 43 the night before, uh, or 41, my fault. Uh, I, I just don't see it. the Nuggets coming back from that. I don't think Nikolai Jokic, the Joker, greatest passing big man on the planet, I think, can just single-handedly carry them over. Uh, the Blazers are too good right now. You're absolutely right. The Blazers are killing it right now. Ever since Damian Lillard hit that shot over playoff piece or in playoff piece face, they've been the best team in basketball. I know they lost one game in Denver, but over the past while, the Portland Trailblazers have been playing better basketball than any team. They have been playing so well that to me, they can now challenge the Golden State Warriors. If Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum are both cooking like that, and guys like Rodney Hood. Ennis Canner and Mo Harkness are playing the way they're playing. Even without Joseph Nurkic, who I believe, whose injury I believe dampened the Blazers at the beginning. I haven't losing to the Thunder. I believe that the Blazers can legitimately challenge the Golden State Warriors. Do I think they'll beat them? No. But they can definitely challenge them. Yeah, that series will be interesting if they if the Warriors get past the Rockets. Yeah, and no. I think they will, but I expect the Rockets to make it interesting tonight. Hopefully. Alrighty, it is time to play the most game, where a word will be placed after the word most. 
and we will debate categories and sports that apply to the phrase, and today's phrase is most vital. We'll start with this. NBA coach most vital to help their team win its series. Uh, I'm going to have to go with the Denver's coach, Mike Malone. He just he has had to find out a game plan to shut down C.J. McCollum and Damian Lillard. If he doesn't, I just don't see a way for his team succeeding in any way possible. If he can find a way to shut down Damian Lillard and dial it back to more regular season, not the Damian Lillard that you said hit that crazy shot from practically the, the logo against Paul George. Over playoff P. Exactly. If he can shut down that Damian Lillard, they might have a chance, but it's slim. It is slim. What about you? Okay, so I could make the case for several different coaches here, as could you, I'm, I wouldn't be sure. Because there are currently four teams in a hole. The Rockets, the Celtics, the Nuggets, and the Raptors. I am going to go with Mr. Nick Nurse of the Raptors, because... He needs to figure out a way to stop both Jimmy Butler and Joel Embiid, whom are both on fire right now. And he needs to figure out a way to get Kyle Lowry back into regular season form. Because if the Toronto Raptors go out in the second round for the third straight year, you will, you can bet there will be some questions to be asked in the offseason about whether or not they made the right decision to trade DeMar DeRozan. And if, if Kawhi Leonard leaves, I see Kyle Lowry getting traded. Yeah, they might have to have a rebuild here if Kawhi leaves. And, yeah, if, they, if Kawhi leaves, I think they're just going to have to rebuild. Oh, absolutely. Get a bunch of picks and a young player for Kyle Lowry. Maybe hope. Maybe if they do trade him, maybe that'll, that'll bring out the proper playoff Kyle Lowry. Everybody <laughs> wants to see. Maybe. I've, I, I just think DeMar DeRozan wasn't the problem. Yeah, he... From just seeing him in True League, I mean, that was those summer mixtape videos you saw on Twitter and Instagram. It's like, nope, he's definitely not the problem with those crazy dunks he had. Alright, next up, uh, most vital rocket that needs a big performance to get them back in the series. Well, I said it earlier, Eric Gordon and Peter Tucker, talking about both of them, but it's Clint Capella. Capella has been shut down over the first two games of the series. In part due to great defense, in part because the Rockets just haven't been the Rockets over these past two games. In the playoffs last year, Capella was a beast. He had his coming out party. He earned his five-year, $90 million contract, but he has not been playing up to it in this series. So if the Rockets are going to win tonight, Capella needs 20-10 and 10 tonight. Yeah, I agree. And he usually he gets a lot of his points from just... From point blank range. And Oops, from CP3 and James Harden. So, I, and with James Harden's eye injury, you don't know how much of an effect that's going to have on throwing oops and shooting. So, I said Chris Paul is the most vital player. He really needs to step up his game and needs to use his veteran, I guess, experience he has in the playoffs, getting his team together and getting them going. Lead his team. You know, you made a point about Harden's eye, which pops up another answer for me. Austin Rivers, the backup guard for the Rockets, if if Harden is not 100%, Austin Rivers has to have a big game. If Harden is not 100%, Austin Rivers must have a big game. I mean, even if Harden's not 100%, he's still going to get 20 just from the free throw line. Yeah. He's going he's gonna to milk the refs 
hopefully a little better than they were in game one. Oh, my Lord. But if they're actually decent, he'll definitely go for 20, 15 points from the free throw line, probably. Uh, breaking news before we move on. Maximum Security has won the Kentucky Derby. And next up, most vital Raptor. I'm going to change it up since we have the same answer. Most vital Raptor not named Kyle Lowry that needs to support Kawhi Leonard. Oh, not Kyle Lowry. Let's see. Yeah, you had Kyle Lowry, didn't you? Yeah, I did indeed. We've um, talked about him so much today that I felt the need to change it up on the air. Uh, I don't know. I will start with my answer. I'm going to go with Danny Green. Danny Green That's was. What I was going to say. <laughs> 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 well, Danny Green is the guy that was took Demar Rosen's starting spot, and he has not been good over the past two games. If the Raptors are going to get back into the series, they need Danny Green to be shooting 40% from three, be getting to the foul line, and be the player that he was in San Antonio, because I'm just not seeing that right now. Yeah, we need that 2014 Game 5 Danny Green. I mean, that wasn't specifically Game 5, but just that series against the Heat. He was just crazy from three. We just need, they just need him to go off from three, hit those corner shots, this top of the three-point line. Just, he needs to go off again. Oh, absolutely. So, Oh, you're a sports fan too, right? So you know all about Danny Green. Yeah, we were there that night too. That was a game five of 2014 when they beat the Heat for the uh, ten. Were you really? Yes, it was an insane. We had to park like seven blocks away from our hotel because just traffic was stopped everywhere. Sounds like it. Hmm? Sounds sounds like it. Yes, sir. Alright, last one. Most vital player for his team in the second round. Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving. The dude had nine points in game two. He was better in game three, but still not great. He has he called himself a genius before game three, and look what happened. He has made the claim multiple times a year that he doesn't see anyone beating us in seven games, and we are currently down two to one. Playoff Kyrie needs to come on. Kyrie Irving needs to channel his inner 2016 finals when he had that 41-point effort in Game 5 against the Warriors. He needs to channel that inner Kyrie that hit the game-winning shot over Steph Curry in Game 7. He has not shown to me this postseason that he is the same playoff Kyrie. If the Celtics are going to come back, we need Kyrie Irving. I agree, but I'm going to have to go with Kyle Lowry. <laughs> um, if he doesn't step up his game, the Raptors are toast. If he does step up his game, it'll make the series interesting. How interesting? I don't know. But yeah. it won't make it an embarrassment. It'll, it'll, it'll add some seasoning to the series. You know, I feel like we could call this the Kyle Lowry episode since we've talked about him for like five minutes. Anyway... <laughs> <laughs> Okay, time for the history lesson, boys and girls, where we honor great achievements of the past in the coming week. One year ago today, May 4th, Albert Pujols collected his 3,000th hit. One of the greatest hitters of the generation, Pujols is currently climbing up the RBI chart. 22 years ago, Tuesday, May 6th, Rick Pitino became a coach of the Boston Celtics. Oh, what a man, Rick Pitino. <laughs> he ended up being an unsuccessful career. 
it ended up being unsuccessful. As a career, losing over a record over three seasons got him fired. And after that, after the scandal at Louisville, his career has taken a downfall. Also, five years ago, Thursday, May 8th, the Houston Texans drafted Jadavian Clowney first overall. Clowney has had an up-and-down injury field career for the Texans, but there is still upside. There's a typo in the script. That was Wednesday, May 8th. My bad. And then we normally alternate during the history lesson, but I just had to take the last one. 49 years ago, Friday, May 10th, Bobby Orr scored perhaps the most iconic goal in NHL history as the Bruins beat the Blues 4-3 in overtime, sweeping the series. Orr's last sec overtime goal is now an iconic photo as the statue of that very moment sits outside TD Garden. And with that, the show is almost over, so it's time for Who You Got. We'll start with this. Rockets-Warriors, Game 3 tonight. DJ, will the series become a little more interesting tonight? I hope to God so. I hope to God I am saying my prayers that the Rockets will win tonight. Um, but if we don't win tonight, I don't think the series is going to be interesting. I think we'll either get swept if we... We'll probably get swept if we don't win tonight. I mean, the key for tonight is just shutting down KD. He's debatably the best scorer in the league right now. So if we can shut him down, I think we'll be fine and we can win tonight. So, I have I have the Rockets winning tonight. After my Bruins play, I am going. I am planning on flipping to that game to catch the end of it. I think that James Harden is going to hit a big three late, much like Steph Curry did in Game One. And I am taking the Rockets to make it two to one. I hope so. I but next up, 76ers Raptors Game Four tomorrow at two thirty. Liam, does the series go 3-2 or 2-1? 3-1 or 2-2, and it goes 3-1, without a doubt. I don't think that Kyle Lowry will show up, as much as we've been talking about it all day. He will not show up. Kawhi Leonard will not have the support again. I'm taking Tobias Harris to have a big game tomorrow afternoon. Sixers will go up 3-1. to Yeah, Sixers, 3-1. Let's just... Pray to the basketball gods and just say, let's see if Kawhi will get some help and Kyle Lowry will show up and Danny Green will show up. But I, I, I don't think it's going to happen. Not happening. Not happening. All right, last one. Blazers-Nuggets game four, Sunday at six. DJ, 3-1 Blazers or going back to Denver Tide? 3-1, baby. Dame is a killer. Dame is a killer. Best you are, point guard in the league. That's bold. And we've been DA Houston, one of our friends, is very prideful of his Blazers, especially Damian Lillard. DA on that one. Yeah, I DA will be very happy Monday when we see him because the Blazers will be up because the Blazers will be up three to one with a chance to clinch the series and advance to the conference finals. Yes, sir. Talk about well, coming folks, up. Oh. Well, folks, that's all we have for today. I'm Tall Man DJ Nussbaum. Tall Man DJ Nussbaum right there for you. I'm Liam Griffin. I'd like to thank DJ for being my guest today, and thank you all for tuning in. Be sure to give this podcast a follow on Instagram at Podcast. And if you're interested in being a guest, please DM the podcast or contact me directly. Thanks again for tuning in, and we will see you next week.